Bites host to rom-coms. I am Marie. I'm Allison. And we are continuing with our rom-coms that one of us have never seen, but the other one has. But before we get down to that, I got to ask you for a favor, Allison. Yes. Anything for you, Marie. Please get that fucking Christmas background off of your screen because I cannot focus with it. (laughs) All I see is candy canes. I like I legitimately don't know how to not make it my um, like default. I didn't even know it was on here. (laughs) You didn't. I, I did it. Ever since the one time I was farting around with it, now it's just permanent. Hey, and now I can see your face instead of just your eye. Nope, nope. that's boobs. boobs. <laughs> What's on your shirt, though? It says, don't worry, it gets worse. <laughs> it's from my favorite murder. Okay. <laughs> it's almost like the holiday FaceTime where, like, it was, you just need a low-cut top down to like your <laughs> cleavage. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, so today, or, well, last week we did kind of like a perfectly timed political oh my God. romantic comedy that was just released today, the day after all that shit went down. Allison, I cannot even tell you how, and I know this is going to release eight days later, but hopefully people haven't forgotten about the fucking insanity of this mob storming the Capitol. It's been less than 24 hours, probably about 24 hours since everything got started. And I can't even tell you like how upset we were yesterday watching it all. Same. Yeah. Uh, Just the breakdown of our democracy and i mean having confederate flags there like hate symbols nazi symbols like murder the media messages Uh, it's just outrageous and um the even more outrageous is the amount of leeway they got compared to the black lives matter protesters absolutely it was like disgusting it is disgusting like i was looking at pictures and comparisons and all that shit and it was just awful it was so awful so i don't know like in my mind i wish that charlie's theron and seth rogan were in the white house maybe things would be different what if he would be the first mister yes bad time joke not a not an appropriate joke i'm trying to like add some levity but I just don't think it's possible. I don't think it's possible. Like when the amount, I I guess like when the severity of how it's not an equal society here in America is brought to the forefront of attention, it's always depressing and we're white. So we obviously don't understand it fully. Not at all. Um, But I can't imagine what every black person is feeling right now after seeing those stupid fucking white assholes get away with all of that. Yeah. So. I don't know. It, it makes me so angry too. Like, um, it makes me so angry too. Like their faces are all on mm-hmm. camera because they weren't, wearing masks 
number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, like, okay, so you see their faces, go out and arrest them. Yes. I mean, that one asshole you see in the fur with his face painted, everyone knows where he is. They're terrorists. Mm-hmm. So let's send them to Guantanamo with the other terrorists mm-hmm. and then they can express however they want to down there. Yep. And that might be an extreme thought, but it was an extreme action. It was. So arrest them. They should be in jail. And furthermore, can we put like emojis over all of their faces throughout history so they don't get the notoriety that that. they want? You know what I mean? Like keep their bodies, but just don't blur out their faces. The attention that they love smiling and taking pictures of themselves doing all this shit that guy carrying out the fucking podium fuck you dude fuck you yeah let's blur out his face so no one ever has to look at his smug little smiley beardy asshole again yep so i agree so if you want to try to escape i think that's all of our political digression we're not even political people that's the thing like we're really Is there an exorcism happening in your toddler's room? There might be. I wonder if the (gasps) just came across. Yeah. I hope so. I heard it. Maybe she's, you know, it's in solidarity with how we feel right now. That's right. She's feeding off of our emotions. (laughs) Well, I I can tell you true story she was yesterday like really? it was a rough yeah it was a rough evening because we couldn't like focus completely on her based on everything that was happening so she was totally feeding into that and had a rough evening yeah because of it well so let's uh let's be funny haha <laughs> yay sprite like i don't drink pop anymore and sometimes when i get these little guys for mixers I'm like, man, this is really good. I don't drink pop either, but every once in a while, it's like McDonald's. Like, you know it's bad for you, but you just get a hankering for, like, that fizziness. Mm -hmm. And when it, like, hits you, I do ginger ale, root beer, and Sprite. Like, sometimes I just get a hankering, especially for ginger ale and root beer. Mm, I'm a Dr. Pepper girl. Oh, I do like Dr. Pepper, but I never, like, I don't know why. I have it at dad's house because dad always has like the tiny little mini Dr. Peppers. Ugh, delicious. And whenever I get Chick-fil-A, I get myself a DP. Oh, you got to go cookies and cream milkshake or lemonade with that shit. Uh, they're lemon. I don't know. I don't know. I've wanted Chick-fil-A for so long, but I can't bring myself to wait in the lines. And I know they're super efficient. But when I see 40 cars in a line, I just can't. Do you have one near you? No, I don't. Which is why, like, I tried the one in Washington when I went to the outlets down there. I tried the one in Monroeville. So maybe next up is Cranberry. No, that's the worst one. Why? It's always so fucking crowded. Like me and James always joke about it because one time I was being a huge bitch and that's all I wanted. And we literally (laughs) waited like 25 minutes and I got it and we were late to Dungeons and Dragons. Like this is how long ago it was. And ever since then, like James will not let it go. And he talks about how terrible it is. Um, (laughs) 
I I think maybe what you need to do is you need to door dash it whenever you're in cranberry because that's probably the most efficient way to get it. And it's mm-hmm. always still hot whenever I do it. What if I just wait at like till 10 p.m.? Wait, they probably close at 9. They're weird like that. Yeah. 8.45. Maybe. Stop it. And not, and not on a Sunday. And not on a Sunday. when That's when you always want it. Because mm-hmm. you drive past it on a Sunday. You're driving. You're doing things. Um. So I do want to make a couple like minor announcements. Oh, this is exciting. It's not. Don't get your hopes up. But uh, I also want to drink the drink. So okay. do you want to introduce the movie and the drink? And then okay. I'll make the announcements. So this is a movie that I have seen, but Allison has not seen. Um, and it's the 1990s classic, if I could. Just, you can't get away from this rom-com. It's everywhere. Is it? With No. <laughs> With the stereotypical leading man. Matthew it, Perry. <laughs> Matthew Perry. It is Fool's Russian. Yeah. And um, I could not, like get enough of the nostalgia when this movie started so give us the factoids here and then we can get to the drink all right so 1997 it really was like a nice deja vu of the hair the i don't know just like the whole atmosphere i guess for lack of better words um so matthew perry was in it uh salma hayek john tenney um and Siobhan Fallon Hogan. I think those were pretty much the main people. I mean, there's like a whole bunch of family members and stuff like that, but let's just keep it simple. Yeah. Uh, it was directed by Andy Tennant and written by Joan Taylor, um, Catherine Reback. That's it. Sorry. Okay. It says three people, but like a lot of the times, like it's just the same person repeated. So the drink to go with this has to do with one of like the funnier scenes in the movie, which I'm sure we'll talk about. It's called the cactus cooler. And the majority of this movie takes place in Las Vegas and in the desert. So there's a lot of cacti there. I love cacti so much. They're very cool. So, oh, well, I have terrible straws. Look at your glass. I figured it would go best in like a hurricane glass. This Mm -hmm. is actually like technically a beer glass. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But it looks exactly like a hurricane glass. It does. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Cactus cooler. It spilled. That's all right. Tastes exactly the same as the long shot. I have, I don't even remember that. Was it another tequila drink? Yep. That was the one that I thought tasted like orange soda. And this also tastes like orange soda. (laughs) So when I, mine might taste a little bit different. So the closest I could come to tangerine juice. So in here there's tequila, triple sec, um, lime juice, cranberry juice, orange juice, tangerine juice, and then you top it with Sprite. So m- the closest I could come to tangerine juice were orange tangerine juicy juice boxes. Hmm. So because they were orange tangerine, 
I didn't put orange juice in it. Mm-hmm. I just did the orange tangerine. I did a shot and a half of that instead of one shot orange juice, a half shot of tangerine juice. Mm-hmm. So mine tastes like maybe a little bit different than if you'd used orange juice. I didn't even fucking look for tangerine juice. I'm not going to lie. Well, you can't find it. Newsflash. You can't find tangerine juice anywhere. And I wasn't going to look for a tangerine <laughs> juice. To find it. It. <laughs> fucking juice it. Okay. It just wasn't happening. Orange tangerine juicy juice boxes. My kid will drink them. So there we go. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't mind it. No. It's one of the better tangerine drinks out there or tangerine. I was just going to say. I haven't started drinking yet. Um, well, let I me, promise. Let me just say that this could be an interesting podcast because I um I don't know if our listeners know or not, but I I'm I'm pretty sure I've brought it up. I've started a new job and it's actually more of like a nighttime job, so I'm more on a nighttime schedule. So I usually wake up uh, around twelve just to stay on like the same schedule on my off weeks. So I have pretty much just woken up. I had a bagel. And I'm uh, going straight to drinking. Ever since, <laughs> ever since, um, Shot of the, the Dead. Zombie. Yeah, Shot of the Dead. Ever since then, I had a ham sandwich, like for lunch. I ate half a bag of cheese balls. I had a glass of milk, a juice box, and I'm drinking like halfway through a can of seltzer water. Like, I'm trying to mitigate the the circumstances here so i'm not completely useless after this i have so much cleaning to do afterwards like because today is the day that james and i are going to take down all of the christmas stuff and clean the oven Mm, yeah that might not get done today but (laughs) so before i give my one announcement I would like to show you, and this is going to be my only comment of the podcast, hopefully, about my animals, but I don't know if you can tell. Oh, my God. What is happening over there? Oh. I'm just trying to show you, like, the cat in the chair and how cute it is. It's adorable. Okay. So, basically, my announcement, listeners, I would like to apologize in long shot because... I was editing and I actually cut so much out. I was doing stuff with my animals so much and I was so annoyed with myself whenever I was editing it. So I don't I don't even remember. Okay, well that That's good. <laughs> because No, I don't remember at all. I was editing it and I was like, "Oh my god, I hate myself. Like it's so fucking annoying." <laughs> What was going on with them? Uh, Millie was getting into a bunch of shit. Like she was bored and she was like rooting around James's desk, like looking for stuff. And then she was like biting some of the bags that I had in here. And like, I don't know, just trying to start shit. Okay. And then I picked up my cat and put her in the camera at one point. Which is just on me. (laughs) All right. How about we do a summary? And then I'm going to take a brief moment to go. Wait, I have a cork in my child. I have one more, one tiny more announcement. If you say you're pregnant, I'm going to 
yeah as i drink as i drink this tequila drink i know i would lose my mind too i (laughs) jesus i don't even know what i would do (laughs) i mean i'm 30 and i'm capable but um like it goes wild in the back yes (laughs) there's an exorcism happening upstairs in your house (laughs) so i don't know if you remember last episode uh nut boys for life and you, boys for life and yes you, i keep i've been thinking about it and i can't come up with anything me too and i this was kind of a joke at first but the more i think about it i think it's really fucking funny so remember you probably don't remember but you were like it has to have like vag in it okay so the best i could come up with so far is vag hags for life <laughs> And I think it's like really good. <laughs> Match hacks for life. <laughs> oh, it sounds like a t-shirt. Oh my god! Can you imagine wearing that shirt around our father? <laughs> no, but I totally would wear it. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Vag hags for life. And we'd have to make it like the number four. Oh, absolutely. All right. Go take care. Do you want me to summarize or you want to take care of your child? Summarize. Okay. This movie is about a very successful businessman who um, designs clubs. So he goes to Las Vegas to make a new club and has a one night stand with this beautiful Mexican woman who is totally out of his league as I'm just going to put it out there. Uh, they have a one night stand. She comes to him three months later. Oh, there she's pregnant and it's his. And so they try to make it work. And it's basically there a story about them trying to make it work while not really knowing each other, but trying to be supportive of each other, I guess. In Las Vegas. I think that sounds great. Thanks. You're getting better. Thanks. It only took like two years. (laughs) All right. I'll be right back. All right. Sounds good. All right. I am sorry. I have another announcement. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, that's okay. I didn't realize I had another one until like just now, but... I really want to congratulate two of our longtime listeners slash longtime guests. Yes. George and Alice just got engaged. And I'm so happy Yay. for them. Congratulations. Congrats, guys. Way Yay. to go. The ring's gorgeous. And a proposal via cheese board. Goals. Uh, I'm in and yeah just the whole setting so cheers to you guys cheers to you guys we love you um okay I think I'm done with all my announcements okay we'll have to do a wedding pod in their honor Ooh, that's a great idea thank you maybe they can choose which one no bachelorette party pod party yeah that's right (laughs) Uh, so i have to know what'd you think of this movie oh no it's not resounding okay 
I liked this movie, but it was problematic. In terms of the racism displayed? Oh, um, so no, but that was definitely a cringe moment for me. Yes, but I think they like did it in a way where you're like, wow, this person's an idiot. So right. you understood. Right. Exactly. Um, I'll, do you want me to say why I thought it was problematic right off the bat? No, I'm, it doesn't matter. If there's a category you think it falls in better, let's do it then. Okay. I do. Okay. I do. I, I liked it. It was definitely entertaining. Um, but there were some things that I just couldn't forgive, I suppose. Oh, I'm intrigued. Yes. So I definitely don't regret watching it. I would watch it again. I know we're not there yet, but just so you know. Okay. Put you at ease a little bit. Thank you. Um, There was not a lot of believability in this movie. No. So it was, it, it's just abound all of this. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievability abound. Starting with, for me, Matthew Perry not remembering a Christmas party is happening and then disagreeing with the Christmas party happening. Like, I I just didn't understand how you forget that. It's like Christmas. Yeah. And you're coming there in the evening. Which, why are you coming there in the evening? Unless he just got off his flight from Miami. I have my statement still stands. My question. Okay. Why are you coming there in the evening? Just wait till tomorrow. Okay. I don't get it. Uh, my first unbelievability is Salma Hayek floating in an inner tube dressed like she is like there's some kind of like photo shoot going on. No, it's just comfortable to dress like that. Mm hmm. That's just comfy. White so button down. Tied around your boobs. With a nice, beautiful skirt floating with, in an inner tube, just so. With your hair not pulled back. Just, just keep it out of your face. Yeah. Absolutely. I do just that. Natural. I did that yesterday. <laughs> Let me it tell you. It's been cold. <laughs> yeah. Turkey was done. I looked, I looked just as good as Selma Hayek did. It was such a natural pose, too. <sighs> I can always crick my neck back like this for yeah. hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's a good point. I mean, gorgeous. Yeah. I'm, she's just so beautiful. What is in your hair? Look, my kid wanted me to style my hair a certain way today. So I did it. But what is that? It is... I clipped in like a ribbon with butterflies on it that's meant to go on her toy horse, horse's mane. Oh. And it was in my hair, but it keeps tickling my neck. So I just remembered it was there. Nice. So. Yep. Um... See, I just started with Matthew Perry. All of Selma Hayek in that first scene just kind of like went over me. That's funny because that's all I could think about. 
And like, I just went right with him. I was like, why is he bringing this huge, gigantic Marlin into the office if he thinks he's going to Tokyo? Like, obviously, he's not going to hang it up anywhere. Yeah. Is he giving it to his boss? Maybe. That doesn't make sense. No. Who gives it? But so that was, why does he have that Marlin? And people actually do that? They bring back like a giant Marlin? I would think you would have it shipped. I wouldn't like it didn't look taxidermied to me either. Mm-mm. Was it supposed to be real or is it like fake Marlins? Like no one, no, no one's impressed. No one knows. Mm-hmm. You really thought about this fish though. I am still bothered by this Marlin. Still. <laughs> I'm continuously thinking about the Marlin he was carrying under his arm. He doesn't seem like a Marlin kind of guy. Think about the house that he had for a couple of months down there. It was sparse. It was not decorated. He's not at this office ever. Why is he bringing a Marlin in? It had to be. It's just for the bit. Just for the bit. Yeah, but it's not believable. And it's a stupid kind of unbelievable. It doesn't fit his character at all. Yeah. All right. I may not talk about the Marlin anymore, but I may. Okay, that's you get whatever you need to get out. (laughs) I don't want to, I don't want you to feel like you have to keep it inside. I have a lot of fish thoughts. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) For this movie. What's what's your next unbelievability? Does it still have to do with the Marlin? No, but I do have a question. So she throws, I don't know if that's a silver dollar. It was a ginormous coin. I don't know. I was assuming it was some kind of foreign currency. Okay. That would make more sense to me. But she throws it into the dam, right? Are there fish in the dam? Are there fish in dams or is like the current too strong for them to? This is a really good question. I have no idea. Because couldn't she potentially kill a fish with that coin? Like if it swallows it? I mean, she could probably like, I mean, it's, it's like, um, pollution. It's kind of disrupting the ecosystem if there is, if there are fish. And then it's going to get swept away down the current into the Gulf. Who knows? I don't know where the Hoover Dam goes, guys. I know, I knew it was the Hoover Dam after I double checked with Bernard. <laughs> um. <laughs> they fucking said it in the movie like twice, two or three times. Didn't even hear it. I paid super close attention. I was probably still thinking about the fish. <laughs> um, so I just, I just wanted to express my concern for the fish. So if anybody out there knows, has a lot of information, please email us toast to at gmail.com. Are there fish in dams like man-made dams? Are there fish in the Hoover dam? Are we disrupting their ecosystem? I need to know these answers. I think we're definitely disrupting the ecosystem with the dam. But if we throw coins over it, are we potentially killing animals? We need a dam expert. We do. Dam experts, email us. We need an email, people. We keep waiting. We've gotten like one. How often do you check the email to see if someone's emailed about anything? Once a week. Okay. I do it whenever I upload a new one. Okay. And nothing. 
It's disappointing, guys. You nope. know our email. However, we are on Chartables. Um, we were, I think it was 310 in the world in podcasts. Wow. Which, like, in the world, man. There's a lot of podcasts There's out there. There's a lot of podcasts. So, I thought that was cool. It was just for TV and, like, film. Right. But still, I don't give a shit. Still fucking cool. It'd be weird if it was for currency and economy. <laughs> and ecosystems. <laughs> and ecosystems. <laughs> maybe maybe this will be the week we break into ecosystem podcasts <laughs> with all of our damn talk. Fuck the rom-coms. We're just going to drink and talk about the environment. <laughs> <laughs> we know so much. So much. Yeah. Um, so after that question... At the Mexican restaurant where he meets Isabel, Mm -hmm. he has a lot of food in front of him. And I was wondering why he ordered so much food for just himself. I agree. Unless it was some kind of like research. That was the only thing that I can think of, but it's not explicitly said. Oh. Like maybe he's like researching food for his bar. But again, like... that doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't. That's a stretch. Yeah. That was the only thing that I could come up with, though. There were literally 15 plates piled with food in front of him. It looked really good, though. It did look really good, but it just didn't make sense. Mm-mm. So, was it New Year's Eve? Did we establish if it was anything like a holiday? Okay. I was just... I wasn't sure. No. That's a good question, though, because it was all close to. Mm-hmm. Huh. All right. So that was my next unbelievability. You're not eating all that food. Why are you wasting money? Even if it's on an expense account. Yeah. The dude loves his business so much. He's not going to waste money on that. Absolutely. All right. Go. Um, My next unbelievability actually comes with the car chase after she drops in and tells him that she's pregnant. <laughs> That was not how how I envisioned that being described. (laughs) It fucking was was a car chase. What did a car chase happen in this movie? He (laughs) fucking gets in his car and speeds on after her, causes like a almost like a couple of accidents. That to me, that is a car chase. It was. It was pretty hardcore i was really impressed that he found her at like this weird like turn off so she could sit on the edge of the dam like is that not blocked off that fucking bothered me that she was sitting on the edge of the dam like that it'd be real easy to easy to murder someone who was doing that yeah take care of the problem whoa i'm just kidding that, that, that escalated quickly. No, but that was my next unbelievability right after that was sitting on a ledge like that. Mm-hmm. Well, she's obviously done it a lot. Ugh. Yeah. Um, I had about four before that. All right, go. <laughs> just one after another, just go. She didn't remember where she was waking up. She didn't strike me as a hard drinker. I don't know if I've ever been to fall asleep so deeply in someone else's place that I wasn't aware of when I where I woke up. I'm thinking. 
No, you're right. The only times I woke up and I was like, shit, how did I get here? I was already back in my place. (laughs) (laughs) By myself. That I may have experienced. (laughs) Um, That Catherine girl, Kathy. Mm -hmm. Her hair was awful, by the way. So bad. There was so much bad hair in this. Yeah. Kathy, she couldn't see his feet under the desk in the office where he was laying. It was an open bottom desk. Let's calm down. She can see him. Um, why did they have saltines out for a dinner party? Saltines are not hors d'oeuvre related. They are not sturdy enough to dip. They break at the drop of a hat. Put the saltines away. It's not a thing. No, that's a really good point because they're never used for like a charcuterie board. Exactly. They have no flavor. That's why people eat them when they're sick. Mm-hmm. Settle your tongue. There you go. Now I'm done. That's perfect. That was it. Okay, great. Um, you said something where I wanted to expand upon it a little bit, but I can't remember. The feet under the desk. No. Waking up and not knowing where you are. How about the amount of disarray the house was in after they slept together? Lamps were knocked over, clothing, chairs, like... The passion. Yeah, like, are people really that passionate? If I'm over 30 in my own place and someone knocks over a lamp, I'd be like, fuck, don't break my shit. Yeah. I spent money on that. But let's face it. She's probably the most beautiful woman he's ever seen in his life. True. So would he care? And it's all rented. He sure the fuck cares later on. True. I, yeah. Um, I, my next unbelievability. So you had a ton of unbelievabilities about like that stuff all back to back to back. I had a ton of unbelievabilities, like starting with the car chase. So the car chase, the ledge, then going to her home for dinner at the drop of a hat. They're in Las Vegas. She's like, I just want you to meet my family. And they go to Mexico, like central Mexico. He left his car at that weird ledgy place, top down. Just left it. No worries. It'll be here when I get back. Mm -hmm. What? Yeah. Wild. Uh, I also thought it was unbelievable that her brother comes out of their home in Mexico speaking English. Like, you're at your home, you're going to speak your native tongue, right? You would, like, you would absolutely think so, right? That's just for the benefit of us, I guess. (laughs) Americans don't want to read subtitles. Lies, I love them! Only if they're American, if there are subtitles for English. I won't read subtitles unless they're for English. If it's a foreign movie, I'm not watching it. Yeah, I'm just fucking around. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll read any subtitles. I don't care if it's for a foreign movie or not. Okay. <laughs> I, just, I, I read movies. I don't listen to movies. I I had to have subtitles on listening. Or <laughs> I had to have subtitles on yesterday night while I was watching Tremors, Shrieker Island. Well, that makes sense. They are so subtle, those movies, that you need to be able to make sure you catch everything they're saying. By the way... I do want to tell you the re like I 
discovered that there was another. Wait, is this going to be a spoiler alert? No. For Tremors. <laughs> no. I will not lie that I cried at the end of it. <laughs> um, They've been with you for years. They, literally <laughs> since I was born. The first one came out in 1990. I looked it up yesterday and I was like, meant to be. I bet you it came out in May 1990. <laughs> that was the release date. We're together forever. So the reason or like how I discovered that Tremors Trigger Island, there was a new one that was made in 2020. So do you remember? Ooh, this is a spoiler for Mandalorian. If anybody hasn't watched fast forward, maybe like 15 seconds. So do you remember how Bill Burr shot that um, commander? Yes. So I was looking it up because he seems like a Carradine brother. Like he was really reminiscent of like a Carradine. So I looked up who he was. He's not, I think his name was Richard Blake or whatever. And then I was looking at his filmography and I was like, what? He's in Tremors, Shrieker Island. Oh my God. This came out in 2020. I need to watch this. So funny story. John had heater. Isn't it too? Header heater. He's Napoleon dynamite. Yeah. 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 So, and then another person from Orange is the New Black was in it. So it was like kind of like a decent cast, which made it pretty good. And that Richard Blake is like a like a legitimately good actor, and he was a really good bad guy. I am sorry that you're not going to be able to fulfill your lifelong dream of being in a Tremors movie. So, I've come to terms with that. Okay, but so. One of the podcasts that I've been listening to and the reason why I watched all of the um, Jason movies. Did I tell you about this podcast? Yeah. Okay. So one of my favorite podcasts is with Gorley and Rust or and Voorhees We Trust with Gorley and Rust. So they're basically doing all of these horror movies like they did Halloween, which I haven't listened to because it's a Patreon and you have to pay to listen to it. Stop banging your pen on the desk. Sorry. I'm very passionate. But... (laughs) Last night, I texted James. I watched this movie at like 2.30 in the morning, by the way. I was texting James, and I was like, you need to help me compose an email that I can send to with Gorley and Rust to plead with them to do the Tremors movies. I have to. Do it. That's like my new dream. Tag them on Instagram or something. Yeah. Because they're looking for all of these horror franchises. I think that's perfect. Do you want me to do you want me to Twitter them? <laughs> Tweet. Tweet do, you, them. do you want me to Twitter them? That sounds so sexual. <laughs> I'll Twitter them right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I gotta come up with a plan. Maybe I'll have you do it, but I gotta come up with a plan. Okay. Why don't you do what all the celebrities do and write a letter in your notes on your phone and then like screenshot it? And then upload it. Is that what people do? Yeah, that's what people do. Okay. Oh, that is what people do. Okay. Um, All right. I'm done with my aside about Tremors. And Shrieker Island was actually really good. It's on Netflix. (laughs) But prepare to cry. Um, So I actually don't have a lot. I so I got like super into this movie and I did not take a lot of notes. Okay. I watched hardcore. 
um, my dad's <laughs> unbelievability would go to when they're decorating the house and they painted a whole house outside and in in less than a day. And it looked great. That was crazy. Except for that yes. giant cross. It was an antique. It freaked me out. It was a lot. It was a lot. So, yeah, just getting all of that done and redecorating in less than a day. Like, that's insane. I know the family's big, but how many coats of paint do you have to put on stucco? Do you think that was stucco? Mm-hmm. Like, I just don't know the whole process. So, that's that. Do you think it was unbelievable that they got married that fast? No, I don't think so. Okay. You pointed it out yourself. Like she's probably the most beautiful person he's ever met. Like you have to admit, like she is very charismatic. She's charming. She is funny. Um, they had good um, repertoire, repertoire, rapport. <laughs> they, had good, they had good rapport. So I think that they did feel some kind of connection. Um, and then all the events that happened at the family dinner, I think that all led to it. So I, I did think it was believable. I think people have done, have gotten married in a shorter time for less. Okay. Yeah, no, that's, that's a good point. Uh, I really wanted those tamales. I know homemade tamales. I can't imagine. They look so good. I always like on BuzzFeed when they have people judge. Like, I think there was a recent one where. Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, it was like fathers or mothers judge other families' homemade tamales. Yes. And they're like, this is dog shit. I love it. And like, some of these women will like just take out a napkin and spit it out. Like, Bleh, I can't eat this. <laughs> yeah. But we feel the same way about, like, stuffing potato salad. Absolutely. Strong opinions. Very strong opinions. Oh, your potato salad is amazing. I ate all of it because I, like, waited a couple of days. James hadn't touched it. And whenever I finally finished it, he was like, you ate all the potato salad. And I was like, well, yeah, man, you weren't touching it. I wanted some of it. And I was like, well, I'm sorry. It's <laughs> you lose. Right? <laughs> Um, all right, your go. I found the whole gun outing completely unbelievable with the brothers. Wait. So you were saying, did you think them getting married was unbelievable? Yeah. Cause I was okay. genuinely curious. I like, I, I was like on the fence because I'm like, I, I consider myself to be a more rational person. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Uh, no, but my next unbelievability was the gun outing with the brothers and the ex. Yeah. There were a lot of people on that gun outing. Number one. Number two, I didn't think snakes like congregated in one place like that. Granted, I am not a snake expert. So herpetologist email us. Let us know. Do snakes group in one spot together? I and then I thought it was only when they mated. 
but would it require that big of a group? Do they just like all come together and like mass mate? I don't know. Whenever I see pictures or videos of it, that's what it looks like. But it looks like there's even more. So, and then they all got out their guns. Shot at his feet. (laughs) That scared me. Sorry. Sorry. (laughs) Somebody is probably dropping off an Amazon package. I ordered Dunkaroos on Amazon. They're back. It was really expensive, actually. I got three of them for $13. Oh, my God. (laughs) You're going to be disappointed. No, I remember the icing being so good. I I think it's just your childhood memory. I I I agree. I remember them too. Um, okay, so let's see here. Um, I, the rom com coincidence was, which was before, right before the rattlesnake scene. Rom com coincidence: Selma Hayek and her friend. I don't remember her friend's name, but I know I loved her in this movie. The woman who's in Men in Black. Yes. Okay. The redhead. Mm-hmm. And Kathy happens to be eating lunch at the next table and overhears her talking about Alex. Yes. So I thought that was the biggest coincidence. But again, could not get over the friend's facial expressions. Yeah. It was <laughs> so very... funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's great. I loved it. Every second of it. Uh, her, it name was, her name was Lainey. Okay. Yep. So that was unbelievable to me. Um, I think the parents coming down was unbelievable without letting him know. They apparently don't talk very often. And just to show up and surprise him, I just didn't think that made sense with their family dynamic. I don't know. It depends on what Kathy told them. That was how I thought of it. So I don't know. Um, let's see. You go. Oh, okay. I got one. And this was like concerning me throughout the entire movie. Do you remember whenever they, um, whenever the parents knock on the door? Of the house? Yeah. Yeah. The fucking dog runs out. And he lets the parents in and closes the door. The entire movie, I was like, is the dog okay? I did not realize The entire movie. So I think it was probably not until like 30 minutes later when you see the dog again. Whenever like they're packing up the U-Haul or whatever. And I'm like, okay, great. The dog's alive. So I thought (laughs) it was unbelievable that let the dog run out and he's not like chasing. It's, It's an Amazon package. <laughs> okay. Um I would maybe unbelievable that I found the entire Cinco de Mayo scene believable. The boat? Yeah. You did or you didn't? I'm sorry. I, I did. It. I did too. Okay. I'm I, glad. I did too. I also like <sighs> I liked that scene a lot. I liked the dads talking. I liked the moms talking. I loved the mom double fisting the margaritas. Yes, I love that too. And so the dads are fighting and she just starts drinking heavily. 
absolutely. That's what I would do. I just like the pure arrogance of the dad, like the Mexican dad was like, Hey, you know, I hope you put lotion on because with the sun's rays bouncing, they're like, Oh no, we'll be fine. Really? The guy who's lived there his entire life with the rag wrapped around his head. So he doesn't get burned. You're not going to believe him. Mm. Like I just, everything about that. I believed, um, I, so my next unbelievability happens after the nightclub is opened. So if you have anything before that, you can go. No, I think I'm good. Okay. I don't know how you can reconcile after the way he yelled at her outside of that nightclub. (sighs) Okay. I have thoughts. Like he said, he, what he said was bad. I feel like she was just poking at him. Normally, do I do you. I do. I normally side with the woman in this, but I think that was the only. Well, besides lying about his job coming back up in New York, I think that was like really the only bad thing he ever said in like a fight. And she was constantly like kind of jabbing him and jabbing him and jabbing him. And like, it's like he was a ticking time bomb. I completely disagree with you. I think she gave him chance after chance to be honest. And he did not. And then to yell at her just because I put a $5 ring on your finger. Like, I am, that is horrendous. And I was completely on her side with that. And I thought her saying love is a gift, not an obligation. I was like, man, he just does not get this. I'm not saying that her family dynamics wouldn't be overwhelming to him. And maybe it was wrong of her to just like expect him to expect her family in the way they were without warning. Yeah. I just, it wasn't, I thought I thought it was very insulting. Yeah. it, It was definitely like a punch in the gut. But I feel like that was the one really bad thing he said. And she said other shit that really like, I don't know. I can't think of it right now, of course. But we'll we'll talk about it in like a little bit what my huge problem was. Okay. Because I have one more like really big unbelievability, I think. Okay. Um. So my next one is how he's waiting for her at the border. Like in the middle of the highway in the pouring rain. Yeah, good call. Good call. I didn't even have that. He's standing in the middle of the road in the dark. In the rain. How is he not dead? (laughs) Oh, but then he causes like a multi-car accident. But it's all fine. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, I guess if I saw a woman like going into labor, I guess, then it would be fine. That wouldn't be. She wasn't going in labor yet. So that's my next unbelievability. So whenever your water breaks, it doesn't mean that the baby is immediately going to come out. It could be days, you know, could be days. She could have probably, I had a friend whose water broke and she fucking drove herself to the hospital. (laughs) Yeah. Like 
whatever and then it's especially just, for a first child they're supposed to take longer yeah and then she just has the baby like magically in an hour that's what Good it seemed her, like though. Yeah. it does seem like that they're still there they didn't have time to get her like in the ambulance and to a hospital yeah and like from the border. Meanwhile, it took come less than a half an hour to get to their central Mexican house or wherever it was. And I love how like it, it's like her vagina is angled so like the crowd has a perfect view of what's happening. And I And she doesn't care. I guess no, maybe like that's just how it is when you give birth. I don't know. Listen. After my abdomen surgery and... After you gave birth me, to your tumor baby. After I gave birth to my tumor baby and had organs removed and they got me out of bed for the first time and I fainted and they put me in bed and opened up my gown so I was laying there naked. If I was conscious enough to talk, to like tell them about my vagina being open for everyone to see... Then when you're giving birth in a crowd of people at the Nevada, Arizona border or whatever border that was, you're conscious enough. Yep. I didn't know that story. I mean, I know that you fainted, but I didn't know that they just fucking put you in bed naked. Yeah, they they threw me in bed and told them to get the crash cart out. Oh, my God. And then I, I said something like, call some more people in to see my vagina (laughs) and and the one nurse goes she's mentating okay you can go now (laughs) that's how they knew i was okay i mean to be fair you didn't let me see your vagina Uh, well it's my vagina (laughs) bad tags for life (laughs) bad tags for life I didn't realize that meant you look at it. <laughs> Have you ever heard how I need James and George to like see each other's dicks? They've been friend they've been best friends since they were five and like they've never seen each other's dicks. So like I bring it up probably once a visit. I think it's probably like they've never had to like shower together after getting dirty in the yard or something. Like I remember being little and like rolling in the mud and I was in the bathtub with a boyfriend, you know, I was like five and he was four whenever just getting clean. Oh, see, I don't remember that. Like it was always a girl. Like I wasn't, I don't, to my knowledge, I don't think I was ever thrown in a tub with like a boy, but like yeah. my, my little friends and I like, you know, we get dirty in the yard and then like just hop in the shower together and, stuff yeah 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 that makes sense to me so you're starting the campaign uh, oh yeah it's... can you be a true nut brothers if you don't see each other's nuts i say no <laughs> email us toasterumcomes at gmail.com can you truly be nut brothers if you haven't seen each other's nuts we will get an email <laughs> please email us um, unbelievability. You good? I'm good. How's your drink? Uh, done. Mm. <laughs> Sounds like yours is done too. <laughs> I finished too. Do you want to do obstacles or do you want to make a drink first? Let's make a drink. All right. BRB. Cool. We are recording. So I've had 
A couple of weird developments in my drink making. Oh, oh. I was gone. Oh, okay. I've been ha- I've been having poor. I've been having trouble. Apparently, this like one shot of tequila is really fucking with me today. Um, <laughs> I have a lot of trouble pouring the triple sack, but I can pour the tequila fine. So in both drinks, I've had like two plus shots of triple sack in here because it just pours in, and then I. Thought I had another bottle of Sprite, but I didn't. And I had only like this much of a 16-ounce bottle from before. Mm-hmm. So I had enough Sprite for the first drink. But this drink, I have three shots of Sprite and then one of ginger ale. How's that How's that going? I don't know. I'm hoping I can't taste it. It also feels like this drink's a lot fuller. It tastes disgusting, but I did just eat two fudge-covered Oreos. <laughs> so that probably has something to do with it. So I made my own drink change. I, I cut out orange, and I just went crayon and lime. How is it? Good. I think it's better. Mm-hmm. I like it. And, like, I can't get enough Sprite in the thing at first, which is always a problem, you know? Yeah. So I'm trying to like make it uniform and because it does call for like four ounces of Sprite. Yeah. It adds a nice fizzy element unless your Sprite is three days old and pre-opened and then it does not. I just love these little baby cans. This is what I get for club soda too. I know. I should do that. The, I mean, I couldn't do that with the cranberry, unfortunately, because they were sold out of like the six pack of cranberries. Oh, that's weird. There was only diet. And I was like, I'm not fucking getting diet. Diet does, diet cranberry juice is not the same as regular cranberry juice. And if you believe it, you're a liar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess if you believe it, you're delusional. If you spread it, you're a liar. <laughs> okay. I like it. Um, we ready to tackle some obsties? Yeah, I feel like they were pretty straightforward. Family. Family. Well, I guess the family dynamics. Okay. Between them. Job. The job thing. Yeah. Like the location of the jobs. So I felt like while they were together, he did, I guess not the best job of negotiating his job responsibilities since they kept getting citations but he was doing a good job with the home responsibilities Mm -hmm. um so the locations of the jobs which goes back to the main obstacle i feel like of them just not knowing each other very well she didn't know he was based in new york like however many weeks into the marriage right so just just that no passage of time was an obstacle for them. Right. Um so my biggest obstacle and my biggest problem with this movie and this is the thing that I couldn't forgive. She lied about losing the baby. Oh my god, I forgot about that. Oh, I couldn't fucking forget it. I just couldn't Uh, that is unforgivable to me to me that's a huge obstacle to me how do you get over that 
how do you go back to being able to trust that person? She said that your baby died. Like, I know that's evil. I'm a little bit more sympathetic towards it because to me, (laughs) I know. Okay. I, I agree. It's bad. Like you shouldn't do that. It's completely manipulative besides lying and like destroying someone's emotions. He should have stayed with her, I guess, even though he did come back to check on her. He did. He came back to the hospital and she was gone. However, and I think this goes back to him, them not knowing each other well enough. She told him to leave at the hospital the first time and he shouldn't have left. No. And when she saw that he left, she started bawling. Right. I mean, I think she, I think she started bawling. I'm like, yeah, I think so. I think she did too. But like, he doesn't know you well enough to stay if you tell him to leave. You know what I mean? Yeah. He doesn't know. He doesn't know her emotions or her, unsaid meanings exactly our husbands do exactly yeah like he doesn't for for example Mm -hmm. if i could uncover a secret to i feel like both of our marriages since we know our husbands so well so well okay you wanted to go for a long weekend somewhere away right i did and you you had to start talking about it like really far in the future. So James could come like around to the idea. Cause he wasn't for it at first. Right. So you knew his pr- thought process and like not get your way necessarily because I don't think it's getting your way. I think it's just something knowing. he doesn't know he wants. There you go. That sounds so much better. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing with Bernard. Like, I'll tell him something, and he'll not fly off the handle, but he'll be like, rah, 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 and rants about it, and rants about it, and rants about it. And then in 20 minutes, he's like, okay, this sounds like fun. It's <laughs> just like, okay, I know I have to tell him, like, a little bit ahead of time so he can get his emotions out, and then he'll be happy about it, or at least come to terms with it. Yeah. Because that's how they work. It is. And it, like yesterday Bernard was like, just so you know, this is happening in June. So I don't want to talk about it. There's nothing for you to get used to. It's just happening. So you're going to have to deal with it. What's happening. Him and two other people are going to do that Laurel Highland 72 miler. Hmm. So I said, as long as it's safe pandemic wise. Right. I said, but if it's not safe, like you can't do it. Yeah. But he's like, I'll be training for it. We're doing it. Get used to it because he knows I have to have that amount of time to come to grips with ideas like that. So it goes both ways. It does. It's all, you know, compromises. It's just like how if I want James to do something, that I know he won't do on his own. Like I know that it's like kind of a classic woman thing to be like, 
you didn't do this. And then the guy be like, well, I didn't know you wanted me to. And then the girl being like, well, you should have just known that that's what I wanted. So I'll say to him, it's like with Christmas gifts. I was like, I know you haven't started shopping and I know I'll be sad if like you <laughs> don't get me anything in time and I don't have anything to open on Christmas day. So you should get started on it. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I should do that. We probably sound like horrible wives right now. <laughs> I just think we know what we want and we know we're trying to avoid the fight. Yes. Also, James is so pumped for that weekend vacation. Is he? Yeah. Like, it looks really cool. It is. And like I love that there's a fireplace. There's a jacuzzi right by the fireplace inside the hotel room. Um, it was so funny though. We were booking a room and there was like one that was like the ultimate romantic getaway and it was like no tv and we were both looked at each other and we were like fuck that (laughs) (laughs) but thank god there was one that had a tv (laughs) you gotta get your forged fire oh yes we do it's on netflix now i know i I saw the the (laughs) ad for it it will cut um (laughs) But no, he's super pumped. And like, I kind of unknowingly signed up for a Valentine's Day package. Um, But I'm kind of pumped for it because I got a call yesterday. They were like, we just wanted to see um, what time you wanted your Valentine's dinner to be on Saturday. And I was like, oh. And then they were like, it's going to be a three course meal. We'll send you the choices like in the future. And I was like, oh, this is nice. So it's going to be a TV meal with like an Oreo cookie. (laughs) The hungry man. (laughs) Salisbury steak. (laughs) It's like a little frozen in the middle. still. (laughs) Oh, I remember eating the Swedish meatballs lean cuisine and you had to cut the meatballs up to make sure they weren't frozen. You know, I had one of those recently and it is not as good as I remember. Really? I think you're going to experience that with the Dunkaroos, too. I don't know. Like, I swear they changed the recipe of the Swedish meatballs. It was, like, runny. Oh, no. That's not how it used to be. Right? It was, like, thick and creamy. Yeah. Exactly. Like Seth Rogen's jizz (laughs) in his beard. (laughs) Oh, gross. Yucky. Uh, did we cover uh, obstacles i think so they're just different backgrounds and not enough time to know each other right chemistry um i thought they had pretty good chemistry i was so intrigued by how it was gonna work out because they just seemed like so unlikely for each other Mm mm-hmm but I agree. Like, I was worried about, like, the kissing scenes. Mm-hmm. Just because they just don't seem to match. And I guess but that's... It, but it worked out. Yeah. And I think, like, their their meet-cute was really good. And, like, them playing off each other in the line for the bathroom. I thought that was cute. I thought the scene outside of the parents' house when she brings them home to meet them... And like the handshake introducing and they looked into each other's eyes a little bit longer. I thought that was good. Yeah, I like the meet cute and I liked the bargaining for a spot in line to pee. Yeah, it was cute. But it was so funny, like right 
my note is I'm interested to see if this chemistry pans out. I can't picture them together. And my next note is, whoa, they banged. <laughs> so the chemistry did pan out. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I always liked this in Friends. Chandler was always my favorite. Like his dry, Same. like kind of sense of humor. And I wonder, like, is that really how Matthew Perry is? Because that's how he is in every single fucking movie. He plays the same character. Like, the whole nine yards, it's the same character. And honestly, besides Fool's Rush In and the two, the whole nine yards movies, I don't know if he's been in any other movies. Yeah. That's what he's best known for, I guess. Yeah. I don't, I can't think of anything else. Uh, moving on, I thought that they had really good chemistry at the her family's house as well. You got that slow mo meeting of the eyes while he's holding the baby, and it like just clicks for them. They're like, "Damn, this is what he's gonna look like with their kid," and you could see someone was pretty happy about it. Mm-hmm. And he was also happy about it. Like, it, he didn't look scared or anything. He kissed the top of the baby's head. He was for it. Yeah. Um, and I agree with him. Like, you know, she was just going to be like, I don't know. I thought it was a little bit of a dick move for her to just tell him and then just fucking leave. And not give him a chance to decide whether he wanted to be a part of it or not. And that's why he had to chase her. I just feel I, like she tried to set him up for failure a little bit. I think it would have been better or come off better, which I guess goes against what the movie is. But if it had been real life, been like, hey, this is this is it. I'm pregnant. Here's my contact info. Digest. And then we can like meet or something like just exchanging information so they can keep in contact and he can like play a part in the baby's life. Yeah. Um, I love the little montage of them trying to get to know each other. And he le- like, she sits down to pee and oh he tries God. to leave and she like pulls him back. I was like, why is it necessary for her to pee in the room with him? And then she gets, stands up and I know, I know you do, like, I just can't. We draw the line at, Whenever I have to pull a tampon out. Okay. But that's it. Yeah, no. Any kind of bathroom. Just, nope. I need my privacy. I don't like to be in the room when James is going to the bath. Like, whenever he's pooping. Just because I don't know what it is. But, like, the smell cannot be. He can't be healthy. (laughs) I like to give him a wide berth. Uh, he's also you think your poop smells better I think it legitimately does (laughs) it's like it like it fills the entire bathroom I swear like mine doesn't move past a certain point but I also think it's because I flush fast I don't I I, I don't take my time I just I get in and I get out Mm -hmm. yeah get down to business and then move on with your day Mm mm-hmm Yep, I agree with that. Yeah, you're yep. you're letting the smell permeate like the longer mm-hmm. you just stick around. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, 
I don't know if this belongs in chemistry or not, but I'm going to put it there. When she agrees to go to New York after the baby's born. I thought that was a huge concession on her part. But then he doesn't stick to that deal. And I would have had a hard time with that if I was her as well. Yeah, me too. Just the fact that he wasn't open about it. Like, he should have said something immediately. Yeah. And, I mean, do you think he should have passed on it? Or talked to him like, hey, can we... Like, I don't think they would have postponed it for him. No, I don't think so either. I think he should have just passed on it, though. But would that have meant that he lost his job? I don't think so. I just think that he wouldn't have gotten choice projects. Okay. Like he had been getting. Okay. Yeah, then he should have just passed on it. But to to that effect, it doesn't seem like a job that's conducive to having a kid because he was, you know, Miami and then he thought he was going to Tokyo and then he was in Las Vegas and then he was going to New York. What was going to happen after New York? Mm-hmm. Was he going to have to uproot everyone again and go somewhere else for a couple months? I think he just needs a new job. Mm-hmm. I do too. And I think with, I think it would be easy with his resume too. Agreed. Yeah. That was one of my notes. I think like, I, I just think he's got to quit. He doesn't have a balance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When he spends too much time with his family, his, he can't pay attention to his work well enough. And then when he starts paying to his work, like things at home fall apart. Mm-hmm. I did like the chemistry scene for his birthday where they go to the Canyon. She brings out the hot dogs. Yeah. Grace papaya hot dogs are amazing by the way. Oh, you've had them. Mm-hmm. They're very good. Did it's, you seek them out intentionally? It's been years. It was actually like the first time I'd ever gone to New York. So it's probably been about 10 years. Okay. Longer. 12. You're 30. Yeah. Um. So I haven't had them since, but I do remember being like, shit, this is a really good hot dog. <laughs> was it a stand or like a business? It's a business. Like, you know, it's like okay. a it's like a brick and mortar kind of a thing. Yeah, that's what I meant. Thank yeah. you. No problem. I know what you mean. I I really do want to try like I've gotten like a pretzel off of those stands or whatever, but I really want to try to find like the halal stand. Like have you ever heard of like the halal guys? They have like falafel and like sh- kebab like that kind of stuff, and I really want to try that because I hear good things. Okay. Yep. I'm really hungry too. James is going to make Mount Nacho when I'm done. And I think I'm actually going to. Oh, Mount Nacho. We were at Giant Eagle yesterday and Moe's has like um, prepared like marinated meats. Oh, I've never seen that. It's with like the Bob Evans prepared food. Okay. So we got barbacoa and we got a bunch of. (laughs) It's so funny. He's like. He comes up to me in the grocery store and he's like, no, I just want to run this by you. And he brings like sea salt and lime tortillas. And I don't like the lime. I don't like the oh, lime. I love the lime. And I look at it and I go, no. And he goes, I hate you. And he walks away and he brings something else back. And I'm like, I like those. These look good. Why can't you just let him have his chips? I don't want lime chips. Well, make half and half. 
I know. I just thought of that just now. Next time. But I wanted to get queso and he wanted to do shredded cheese. And I let him have the shredded cheese. Compromise. Yes. You could have just gotten the queso and had it on the side. You know. Next time. I I got sour cream. (laughs) Next time. Next time. Uh, Yeah. No, chemistry was good. And I... It was a roller coaster, you know. It was an emotional roller coaster that I really felt mm-hmm. watching it. Yeah, I'm good with chemistry. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, after chemistry, the moment they fell in love. I mean, I think it's kind of like spelled out for us. Is it? Whenever Alex gives that big speech. Like after her, the family's house, and then they decide to get married. You, I, I guess so. You don't think that the love develops at when they're married? I mean, I think so, but I do think that they really fell for each other at the house. Okay, yeah, I agree. That would that look. Maybe the hormones got to her. Yeah. Yeah. I see James hold a baby and I'm like, yeah. Give it back. Yeah. But he walked down the other day, like holding our cat like a baby. And I was like, oh. <laughs> as long as it's a fur baby, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know. Wait. Do they stay together? I just realized there's always like one thing that I'm not prepared for. And now there's two things that I'm not prepared for. And it's the iconic scene. The next mm-hmm. <laughs> It sure is. Uh, do they stay together? I say yes. I feel like they really can't live without each other. I say yes as well. I think she's given him a glimpse of a life he never saw for himself. And he really likes it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't really know what she sees in him i know right (laughs) i'm sorry no it's so true like i i still can't get over his speech after the nightclub like i know he's funny and he's witty and everything maybe if she can get him out of those baggy pleated khakis it'd be a different story dude it's like the 90s that's how it was those pants were so bad. And those shirts were like at least two sizes too big, too. I, I brought back Hugh Grant's Notting Hill, yes! like how baggy they yes! were. I just saw like a meme, not a meme, but I was like on our Instagram the other day and I just saw like a clip of that. And uh, yeah, it's so bad. I did like the knitted tie, though. I didn't notice that. He had a knitted tie that was like flat. Like it wasn't a point at the end. It was like a. Okay. Wow. Um, what's your iconic scene? So I had three in mind. Okay. But, but I, I'll tell you what my other two are after. My one is the boat scene. I like. Isabel and Alex standing along the railing in the background looking like, oh, fuck. 
and the dad standing up yelling at each other with Alex's mom double fisting and drinking deeply with the margarita and the other mom's just like head in the hands. Like I just thought that would really epitomize the differences in the families to show why it was a little bit difficult or a lot difficult for them to be together. I think my iconic scene is the end when he's standing in the rain trying to work it out. Okay. The other, my other two were possibilities were the dinner scene where they lock eyes while he's holding the baby or the cactus scene where they bring him in through the door. And she's like, whatever you do, don't roll over. I loved him trying to drink the tequila though. (laughs) I laughed really hard. Um, I know I, we kind of brought up one cringe. Mm-hmm. The one cringe moment whenever was whenever, um, Alex's parents thinking that Isabel's the maid. Yikes. Oh my God. So bad. Horrible. Uh, yeah, there's, there must be a lot of good help help here. This close to Mexico. Whoa. <laughs> whoa yeah i'm unbelievable like uh, believable but like shamefully so yeah 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 but like i said i think they did a good job making the people like making the parents like saying these things seem like assholes yeah um i another cringe moment for me was the presbyterians versus catholics thing i don't i didn't get it like so what i know but it was cringeworthy to me okay yeah um another thing i wanted to touch upon another rom-com coincidence the signs everywhere at the end okay oh yeah like how could you not see like rom-com coincidence yeah like all those signs especially the little girl isabel running after him i loved that part of the movie too what the signs everywhere? Yeah, the signs everywhere. I I do I did too. Do you believe in that kind of stuff? Mm-hmm. I do. Yeah. Do you? Mm-hmm. And like definitely rom com trip. Like the grand gesture of all grand gestures is him standing out in the rain, like at the Hoover Dam, almost getting hit by cars and dying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think that's it. And I think that encompassed like all my final thoughts too. Oh, really? I think so. Well, allow me to jump in there. First of all, I believe this is probably the first character in one of our rom-coms who like actually works during the movie. Oh, yeah. Like he actually works really hard and we rarely see that. Yeah. Um... The dad, Matthew Perry's dad in the movie, is actually his dad in real life. Oh, mm-hmm. that's interesting. They look nothing alike. I agree. And the Nevada, Nevada, however you want to say it, mm. Arizona border that you like saw painted on there, that was done for this movie. It wasn't there before, but they decided, <laughs> bless you. So sorry. They decided they liked it, so they are keeping it. I don't know what you're talking about. Remember in the beginning with her driving in the car, there was a line painted on the road and Nevada was on one side and Arizona was on the other side. 
Oh my God. That just makes like the whole driving to the parents thing so much more unbelievable that they had to drive <laughs> through fucking Arizona to get to. <laughs> it's like, it's ridiculous. Maybe. Well, do we. I was going to say, do we know that they're in Mexico? Could they have been in the United States? We know the grandmother lives in Mexico. Do we know the parents live in Mexico? Good point. Good point. Maybe not. I don't think it's ever explicitly said. Okay. So I'll just say that. And then another thing, J-Lo was offered the role, apparently. Thank God that Selma Hayek took it. I just don't like J-Lo. Nope. Nope, I keep thinking about her facial expressions now that you've talked about them, and they bother me even more. <sighs> She's, like, breathing out so mad. Mm-hmm. That was good. Thanks. That, I, one, was, that one was good. I, I like that. I had to really act. Yeah. So, that's all my final thoughts. I do love this movie. It's something that's, like, if it's on TV, I'm going to leave it on. Yeah. I mean, I'll watch it again for sure. Um, it makes me wish I spoke another language. You know? mm, agreed. When the pandemic started, I, I started like that language app. Oh, the one with the owl. Yeah. Duolingo. Yeah. It's, it's Pittsburgh based. If you weren't aware, I was not aware. That's what uh, James did for the Japanese. Yeah. But I, I just lost it. So, um, Makes me really want a hot dog watching this movie. We were going to get pizza for dinner because I said something about craving pizza, but now I'm not sure what I want for dinner. We went to the grocery store yesterday and we just bought like a bunch of little kid stuff. It's like always what we do. Bought like a ton of, well, we had an apple juice taste test because now I'm just obsessed with apple juice. So we got the Martinelli's, Martinelli's mm-hmm. little apple juice guys, and then we got the Mott's. That Martinelli's is, like, very rich, and I almost like the Mott's, like, it's easier to drink because it's, like, a little bit more watered down, kind of. Go to Starbucks and get a treetop. Okay. I will. It will win hands down. Okay. What's our next movie going to be? Wait, we need to rate it. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Um, I'm sorry. I'm going to give it a four out of five. Okay. I was going to rate it a 3.75 because I didn't want to go. I thought 3.5 was too low, but I thought four was too high because I didn't laugh enough. Okay. Yeah. It's definitely more like cute. Right. Than funny. And like you said, it is, it is problematic like with her lying about losing the baby and him with that speech like it's just there are a couple things that would be hard to surmount mm-hmm. in a relationship so okay i'll go with, i'll go with that no i yeah i think that's very appropriate I, I like i said i don't regret watching it i think it's a really good movie it's a pair that i never thought would work but it worked mm-hmm. for sure um oh our next movie is about time with all time Donald Gleason, right. Rachel McAdams, and Bill Nye. I love Bill Nye. Never even heard of it. What? I said what I said, and it's not a lie. I've never heard of it. It's, uh, I believe it's on Netflix. 
Okay. At least it was. Maybe it's going to be like that one thing where we just watch it like one week too late. Oh, I hate that. Or one week too early. Yeah. It fucking sucks. I'm actually on Netflix right now. Oh, no. It's on Netflix. We're good. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. So tune in next time. So I have seen this movie. Marie has not seen this movie. And then who knows what we'll do after that. Sounds good. Okay. So until about time, guys, watch up, drink up, and cheers. Badge hags for life. Badge hags for life.